Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this. Was it today? Today's the second day, the second day of uh, January 2023. I hope everybody had a good New Year's. I did. Uh, today, I had the day off. I got good run in today. Uh, rain in the Nashville, Tennessee area held off here. So, uh, sorry, folks, I'm trying to get situated here on my computer. A little bit off on everything, but I got a good show tonight, folks. I tell you, I got a really good show tonight. Uh, the old heads, the old heads, and I hate to use the word old, but it's just something that came to mind when I was talking about it. Uh, you're Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Got to watch out for those two guys in the wide open NFC. I'll give you a couple examples of precedent. Uh, for those two quarterbacks, similar situations there in the um, in the history of in recent history of the NFL, where uh, teams in their situation have came out and done well in the playoff, been pretty successful. Ron Rivera didn't even know it was elimination day. Another strike against him. We're a week away from Black Monday. I hope he doesn't get canned but this could be used against him. You know, when you hear uh, these police movies and and now reality shows, um, you have the right to mean, you have the right to the Miranda rights. Uh, what you say can and will be used to get you in a court of law, right? Uh, what he said uh, after the elimination, not knowing that per perhaps the team could be eliminated, that could be used against him. I'll talk about him. Also, the Jets. The Jets probably need to make some changes here. They may be forced to make some changes. The Dolphins, uh, same thing there. That the, the Patriots read a story about uh, them and more. But first, stand by. I'm going to get my first break out of the way. We'll hit the ground running, and we'll talk about this big heavyweight fight again tonight, okay? Coming up here in about 30 minutes folks i will be right back in a minute 19 so stand by hello sports scope followers after five years of doing this program once a week balancing a 60 hour work week job i've decided to do the program five days a week one hour a night taking a significant pay cut so i've started a patreon page which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day, you can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names, uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and, and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sports Scope, again, spelled the same way. Or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way, again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Right now, I'm back live here. Now, like I said, uh, Pickles, 
Good to see you on here. I know the game starts at about 7.30 Central Time. Please don't give me any updates. I've got it recorded. Uh, of course, my stupid computer will probably throw up the score anyways, but if you guys can help it, please don't tell me the score of the game. I'm going to record the game. I'm going to catch up without having to watch these lousy commercials there. Appreciate it, Pickles. But So tonight's heavyweight fight, I really see this as the game of the year. There was a... Uh, someone tweeted out, I want to say it was from ESPN, ABC, uh, stating that this late of football game in the year of Monday night, this is the two best records that's ever played on Monday night this late in the season. This is a possible one seed in the AFC is on the line if Cincinnati wins and wins out. Uh, they would have the one seed because uh, they have uh, the tiebreaker. Same thing for Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo has the tiebreaker over Kansas City. So there's a chance that either team could lose next week. You, you just simply never know. I doubt it. The winner of tonight's game will get that one seed. And depending on how these two teams play, depending on how this game is called, how it shapes out, I do think the winner uh, will get a good, give me a good feel who's going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. My opinion, I think these are the two best teams. This is the first time, Pickles. This is the first time that Josh Allen and Joe Burrow have ever squared off. Believe it or not, folks, both of these guys are 26 years old. They're 26 years old. Uh, if you look at Allen's resume, 62.5 completion percentage, 135 touchdowns, uh, 18,000 yards, four seasons. Uh, he's got three wins in the postseason. Uh, both of these guys are playing at an MVP level. Uh, I, I said in two of four quarterbacks that's going to be, you know, watched from, from years to come. You could say five. Uh, I'm projecting. I'm projecting. But I think that the next few years, you throw out Aaron Rodgers and you throw out uh, Tom Brady because the old head's there. Throw them out for a minute, because one or two. Just look at the next five years to come, okay? Three to five years, you know? Three to five. Not talking about a jail sentence. Uh, the This is going to be some of the premier matchup, this, this combo right here, in the NFL, in my opinion. So going back to Allen. So Allen, 62 and a half, 135 touchdowns, 18,000 yards, Three wins in the postseason. Burrow, very much the same. Three wins in the postseason. Joe Burrow, uh, 41 games, 68%. So Burrow does have a better completion percentage of 68-5, 81 touchdowns, 11,000 yards. He also has three wins, but in just two seasons, both of these guys, 26 years old, and these this two combo uh this two combo right here is this these are the ones that you want to circle your uh if, if I'm working for, if I'm a TV executive working in, in one of the networks right now I want to get these two to play each other as much as possible uh you want to throw in a Justin Herbert I'd like to get a, a better coach around him but I think Herbert measures up pretty close to these guys as far as skill set talent uh, is concerned. We already know Patrick Mahomes, who's played both of these guys in very close games. He's must-see TV, and you want to throw in a wild card. 
give another full season for Deshaun Watson. So that's five quarterbacks there, five quarterbacks that I think that 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 any any combination of those five playing, you're going to see twice a year between Watson and Burrow. I think uh, Deshaun Watson's resume will be much more. Well, he looked pretty good Sunday. He had some uh, good deep passes to Amari Cooper, but you watch Watson next year and the next offseason. Him and Burrow's going to be, uh, if I'm a TV executive, I want them two to play on Sunday night football. I want them to play on Monday. I kind of like this Monday night group with, uh, um, oh, God, who is it? Uh, Troy Aitman and, and Joe Buck here. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, this is going to be one of those. I, I like Josh Allen to win tonight. Uh, Poyer's going to be back. Sam Hubbard's out. But it can go the other way. Burrow's playing at a high level. Like Pickle said, uh, he, he's, he can put the ball in the keyhole. I wouldn't be one bit surprised if Cincinnati didn't win this game. Weather's not going to be an issue. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to it. But speaking of old heads, Aaron Rodgers and uh Aaron Rodgers and uh and and, and Tom Brady, uh Kevin, good to see you. So I'll put this NFL old heads teams getting healthy and hot at the right time. Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Packers, I told you guys this the other day. I know my eyes, uh, my, my eyes aren't lying to me, uh, uh, Kevin. You got to, you, you know, I, I, my eyes are telling me something and everybody else is telling me something else, but trust your eyes, trust your instincts. Uh, Jar Alexander's back, you know. There was a song called Tupac is Back, right? Jar Alexander is back. With, uh, he held that Green Bay game yesterday, one of the better games on paper coming in, you know. Uh, he held Justin Jefferson to one catch for 15 yards. The, the Packers had that Minnesota high-powered offense down 41-3 to in the fourth quarter, guys. And the Packer D's had three touchdowns. Uh, three interceptions, one went for a touchdown. They had two sacks on Kirk Cousins, uh, held those Vikings running backs to 73 yards rushing. On the flip side, um, the Packers had 159 yards rushing, one rushing touchdown. Kristen Watson only had one catch in that game. But Green Bay, again, run for 163 total. Rodgers having four and five seconds to, to throw. Like I said last week, guys, this – uh, Rodgers, between Elgin Jenkins and David Bakhtiari, this is the healthiest that offensive line has been, guys, uh, in two years. Seriously, it, it, it's the healthiest their offensive line has been in two years. And this Rashul Douglas, he's the other corner uh, guy from Georgia, and Jar Alexander, pro football focus before his injury last year, was rated as the best cornerback in the NFL. It's a big deal. Those two tandem, they're right now, guys, they're playing like James Bradbury and Darius Slay of the Philadelphia Eagles were five, six weeks ago when they're beating teams like the Tennessee Titans 47-3 or something like that. Uh, you and, and the pro football focus will back me up on this, but they're playing some lockdown defense right now, you know? And here's my thing. It, you know, Rodgers doesn't have to do a lot. Rodgers doesn't really have to do a lot. 
you know, if you compare this team and you guys are all the, the guys that are on tonight, uh, Kevin Carroll and, and Pickles, you guys are familiar with some of these uh, uh, historical teams that I'm talking about. Okay. This kind of reminds me of that 2006, 2007 Colts team that the year before, like an Aaron Rodgers in that Green Bay team, remember they've had like the top seed two years in a row and they, they're disappointing both years. That 2005-2006 Colts team went 14-2. and two. They got way ahead of the, everybody else. And I remember Tony Dungy resting his starters way too often, uh, uh, too much late in the season. I knew that was a mistake at the time. I'm thinking, play them, play them, play them. And they didn't. And a red-hot Pittsburgh Steelers team comes there and knocks them out. Knocks them out. Okay. Didn't quite have it is good enough team there that next year, but that Colts team came back the next year in 2006 and 2007. Not quite as good as record, but that's the team that had the thicker skin. They had been there before. Peyton Manning had been there before. Jeff Saturday been there before. They had a new running back in uh, Joseph Adai. Edron James, that he he left them towards free agency. We didn't think ever, but that's a team that came back 21 to 3 against the Patriots and went on to win the Super Bowl. Another example. Uh remember, let's go back a couple years prior to that. Uh the the uh really good Pittsburgh Steelers team in 2004 and 2005, uh 2003, 2004 team. Uh, had been Roethlisberger. He was a rookie. They went 15 and one. Really good team. Got the number one seed. The, the 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 Patriots put them out in the AFC Championship game. Not quite as good. They were a wild card the, the very next year, and that wild card team beat the team I was just talking to you about. Okay, that wild card team went on the road. Now they knocked the quarterback out, but they beat that Cincinnati team led by Carson Palmer. If you guys remember. Then they went on the road and beat that really good Colt team, I told you, because that Colt team was rusty, Kevin. Uh, we were talking about that the next day. They went in with a very good uh, uh, passing, very good game plan. Roethlisberger's throwing the first few drives, throwing on every down, really catching that team off, off balance, and they knocked them out. So they, they, they went to Cincinnati and beat them. Uh, they, they went to Indianapolis and beat them as a wild card. Then they went on the road and beat a good Denver team that year as a wild card. And we know what happened after that. They, they beat Seattle in the Super Bowl that year. That could be Green Bay. That very well could be Green Bay. The defense is coming together at the right time. Uh, the only, uh, you know, the best team I've seen Rodgers on was not when he was playing at an MVP level and setting all the records. His best team was on that year in 2010 when they won the Super Bowl, when the defense started coming together late in the year, when they had all those injuries. But you could see Charles Woodson playing like a Jar Alexander. You, you can see a young receiver named Jordy Nelson come into his own like a Christian Watson, right? You could see all this stuff developing in front of your eyes. I knew, I was telling my dad then, I said, I know that Green Bay team. They're playing better than that number one seed Atlanta Falcon team. They're going to beat that team. And of course, they did. Lordy, lordy, there goes Jordy. They go out there and, and, and win. 
So I could see that. Now you flip over to another old head team. You look at this Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers team. They're eight and eight. They just clinched their division yesterday. Uh, I could see them making some things happen. Maybe not get to the Super Bowl, but I'll tell you what. Uh, say if they uh, they bench Brady in the second half, they got to play Atlanta next week. Meaningless game. And uh, Todd Bowles, he, he said he's not sure if he's going to you know play his starters or not. Maybe Brady plays a half. My guess. But they're getting guys back like Thriston Wirfs. I told you guys, Thriston Wirfs being back is going to help. Antonio Whitfield, Carlton, da- Carlton Davis didn't even play in that game. They got Winfield back. And they kind of remind me of a team that, that, that won their division with the losing record, but they won a playoff game. The 2010 uh, Seattle Seahawks were 7-9. and nine. They won a playoff game and went in overtime and almost beat Chicago in that game. The 2006, let's go back farther. The 2006 Seattle Seahawks team won their division at nine and seven. They won a playoff game. Uh, you know, if you if you want to go back to the 2007, uh, I want to say they were nine and seven, either nine and seven or ten and six. I want to say nine and seven. That Giants team that did beat the Patriots. Remember that. They they had a, they didn't have the best record, guys. They were a wild card week, and that particular team went on the road and beat a really good Green Bay team that year, if you guys recall, in a brutally cold, brutally cold Green Bay game uh, against a red hot air, uh, 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 Brett Favre team, which uh, they had one of the best records uh, in, in all the NFL in December at one time, if you guys recall. So you know this this old heads, I, you know I would I wouldn't be surprised, you know, I, I would not be one bit surprised, uh, and and the Pats will likely, uh, the, the the Patriots by the way, I don't know why I put that in there. Either way, so uh, I think if you look at the NFC guys, let, let, let's look at the NFC. The reason why I'm bringing this up, look at the NFC, okay. Uh, the Eagles, we don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to play. Look how awful they looked yesterday. Look how bad that they looked uh, with, with their quarterback situation, the way it is. Hurts, now there are reports that maybe Hurts will play uh, Sunday. Maybe they'll rush him out there to play, you know. Look, look at Dallas. If the playoffs started today, Dallas would have to play at Tampa. And remember, remember, Tampa beat them opening day, nineteen to three. You know, can you really trust Dallas on the road? I mean, they've got one road, an impressive road win all year, and that was against Minnesota. But uh, they lost to Jacksonville on the road. They lost to Green Bay when they were banged up on the road. You know, so you, you look at that. You, you look at the Eagles, the 49ers, guys. I like the 49ers. They were my preseason. Uh, a Super Bowl pick, and they still may, I still may very well may pick them, but they got a rookie quarterback. No rookie quarterback has ever led his uh, team to a Super Bowl. Uh, no rookie second year, yes. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Dan Marino going back that far. Second year, guys, rookie, it's it, it's there's something about being a rookie. Uh, the moment's too big once these games get bigger. And the Raiders almost beat them the other day. 
So, so you look at that, you look at the NFC, Minnesota, by the way, their offensive line's falling apart. I was reading that. They've got offensive line injuries. Do you really trust Minnesota to do anything in the playoffs? Uh, by the way, uh, Montez Sweat may be out for a while for the Eagles. He's having a neck evaluation. He went to the hospital. That's one of their best pass rushers. Lane Johnson, the right tackle, he'd be lucky to play in the uh, in the divisional round if they even win next. If they lose to the Giants, now the Giants are in, but if for whatever reason, they they can go from a one seed to a wild card. You know, they can go from a one seed to a wild card and get put out in the first round. So you're looking at the Eagles and their problems. Uh, do you really trust the Giants and their injury secondary, their inconsistency at quarterback? Uh, I'm going to take a Rodgers or a Brady-led team. Uh, you know, may, I don't know if Seattle, maybe if Seattle, I mean, do you really think Seattle's going to do anything? I mean, so it's coming down to the old heads. The old heads, uh, and, and they're not really the, the lenience of the team. I think maybe – you want to put more lenience on Brady than Rodgers. Rodgers' team seems to be playing better as a whole, and Brady Brady's playing. Brady's just getting some protection. But once you throw Wirfs out and you don't give him that split second longer, he can't get the ball downfield. But Russell Gage just came back. Uh, you saw that big night that, that Mike Evans had. He took advantage of J.C. Horn being out for the Carolina Panthers. Mike Evans had uh, a, a hat trick is what they call it in hockey. He had three touchdowns, had a freaking career day um, Sunday against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I like that Rashard White guy. He's he's going to be more involved in that uh, running running game here in the passing game. I'm not in love with these guys because I, I think they can't get a lot of push in the running game. But I'll tell you what, they're getting healthy. They might get Chris Jansen back, their center back, before that playoff game. That'll be another offensive line preseason injury. So, so it's a lot to be said. I wouldn't be one bit surprised if you're seeing Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl or Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And, and, and that's just that's just what I, I think the old heads, uh, you know, the old heads may be in there, and we're talking too much about these young guys. And so let, let's go. For, okay. Uh, Pickle says Brady doesn't have a running game. Yeah, his running game is throwing the ball short to a running back in a passing. That may come out. I think uh, my whole point about Tampa is I think they'll make noise. I'm not sure I would put them to get in. I think they'll make – in other words, I think they'll win a game. Maybe two. Maybe two. Depends on how the draw is. Uh, could Minnesota say say they draw Dallas, for example? They get Dallas at home, and they knock out Dallas in a 23-17 tight game. Both defenses show up. Brady makes a play at the end. And then they got to go on the road and play a Minnesota. We know Kirk Cousins, how he is in these big moments. I think he'll fold like a cheap suit. And then what do you know it? Uh they're in the NFC Championship game, and Brady's playing like he's got nothing to lose. So, Rodgers uh, will have to run the table on the road. Yes, and I just mentioned that Pittsburgh team reminded me very much of uh, going on the road three straight games. They, they, they beat Cincinnati that year. They went and beat a really good Colt team, and then they went from 
They went back to Pittsburgh, went all the way to Denver in that rarefied air. Then they beat them and got into a Super Bowl as a road team all the way to the big one. So that I can see that scenario plan out for Green Bay if the defense continues to play. Uh, and I've seen win big games and then turn around and get blown out. Yeah, Kevin, that is true. Now, this year, to their credit, they did beat this Buffalo team. I think the best team in football. Um, they got some breaks in that game. Allen had an elbow injury, but, hey, a win is a win is a win. You know, a win is a win is a win. And, and, and Pickle says Minnesota seems to be fading. Yeah, I read that today that their offensive line, they've got a right tackle out. Uh, their center's banged up. Uh, their defense has always been suspect this year. So not sure what to think about that Minnesota team. Okay, Patriots. Patriots are alive. The Patriots are alive barely, barely. But this Patriot team beat up on a really banged up Dolphins team. Uh, there were some late scratches for the Dolphins. Even I didn't know that were going to come into play. But the Patriots beat up on a uh, – they needed a pick six by the defense to beat the Dolphins without a sack. Uh, back up Teddy Bridgewater. I mentioned this on Friday's show with um, with Mad New Yorker that Teddy Bridgewater is uh, this guy's injury prone. You don't want a guy that's that injury prone backing up to your injury prone starting quarterback. And sure enough, Call me Nostradamus Pickles. Uh, the guy got hurt. Uh, Tua, uh, Tua's first game he missed. Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt in the middle of the game against the Jets. Skylar Thompson comes in the Jets, blow him out. Blow him out earlier this year. Same thing, uh, Teddy Bridgewater has a pinky injury. He has a pinky injury. And, of course, but this is about the Patriots, though. So, so the Patriots barely – Pull off a 23-21 uh, win to stay alive in the playoffs. Only positive I can say from this is Traquan Thornton, their uh, speedy wide receiver that was a questionable reach at a second-round pick. He did have the best workout. He was the fastest guy in the combine. Rookie out of Baylor had, uh, had 60 yards, three catches, and a touchdown in this game. But I did read there was a story that came out last week Belichick, he needs to admit, hey, I made a mistake putting Matt Patricia as my offensive coordinator. It's no surprise that Mac Jones is, is, is had an awful season. And he's up there uh, uh, going off the deep end on the sideline. But here is a story out of uh, days after the media's NFL's in Rappaport uh, reported Bill O'Brien, the Former offensive coordinator. Uh, he's the offensive coordinator for Alabama. Alabama had a good bowl game. Bryce Young looked to probably be the number one overall pick. Bill O'Brien's a strong option to return to New England as offensive coordinator. NBC Sports Boston's Tom E. Curry had been around for a long time. Relied citing sources with knowledge of the situation that O'Brien reunion probably is happening and might already be in, in the works. This was last week. Current source, this is not my opinion, current source also indicated that Bill Belichick absolutely would want Bill O'Brien back on his staff. 
Brian previously worked for the Patriots from 2007 to 2011. So he was there for more than a cup of coffee. It's four seasons serving as the team's quarterback coach and offensive play caller the final three seasons. Obviously, the speculation continues to be that Bill O'Brien will be brought in. Courage said Tuesday on WEEI Radio, very popular up there. Uh, folks who acknowledge that this is a reach out in the last couple of days would be in sight. I've said Bill Bella, uh, Belichick won't O'Brien because that question has not really been asked. There's a perception that, hey, it's a done deal. Of course, Bill would want him back. But as I asked, this is this guy's uh, the individual. Absolutely. He needs him bad. Like my dad would say, he needs him like a hog needs slop. Okay. Uh, if you look at Mac Jones, his, his production has went into the tank. Uh, he's never had a strong arm. Uh, they've missed on some wide receivers. It looks like Thornton's going to be okay. Uh, he's not going to be great for a second-round pick, but it'll be a second second year. Second year, players make the big jump from year one to year two. And I will say this, uh, the Patriots got a lot of money. They got about mm, $60 million in cap room. It's not the Chicago Bear money, but uh, but between the cap room, between drafting, uh, would they go after a, and I said this last week, would they go after a Hopkins perhaps? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins out of, out of Arizona, because I think maybe Arizona may, may make a coaching change. Uh, somebody like that. Would they look towards free agency? Would they want to get a, uh, a first-round wide receiver and try again uh, to move up? Now, Hunter Henry's pretty good. I think with Bill O'Brien there, they will utilize a guy, a talent. Like, he had a big catch yesterday, by the way. But Hunter Henry there, yes. Uh, got some deep threats, but just not consistent play at that position. Uh, all year, it's been a problem for them. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's here one day, and then, then then you're looking at maybe a Jacoby Myers. You know, uh, they got a good offensive line. They got a decent pass rush with Judon. Uh, they're okay at cornerback here, but they're very well coached there. John Jones is good. John Jones was out of this game, and they still found a way to win. So that's the positive here. They really need to get Bill O'Brien back. Uh, Belichick really needs to check his ego. And judging by that report, I think he's finally realizing, hey, look, man, this is over my head. I got to get a better offensive coordinator in here. Knows what the bleep he's doing. Uh, you know, now ideally you would like to see Mark Davis fire Josh McDaniels. I don't think that's happened. That's why they're moving on from Derek Carr. Mark Davis wants to uh, let that uh, contract bleed out a little bit so he won't have to eat the brunt of a buyout. My guess is he's probably going to try McDaniels with another quarterback, whatever they do, whether it be through the draft or through some kind of weird trade or something of that nature. Uh, and and then get him some more protection. They've got one of the worst lines in football for pass blocking there. I know Stidham had a decent game, but that was that was more of a team being energized because the quarterback was uh, benched and everybody. When things happen like this, didn't you guys notice that that uh, Russell Wilson played really well? Uh, the, the Broncos, well, because they fired their coach. Uh, uh, you know, the Raiders – Bench their starting quarterback. So 
th that gets people's attention. Everybody starts to play better, pay more attention to detail. Uh, but going back to the Patriots, I, I think helps on the way. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, if they don't get Bill O'Brien, go out and get a real offensive coordinator. Don't make Matt Patricia your offensive coordinator. It really looks petty on the part of uh, it looks petty on the part of uh, Bill Belichick, probably the greatest coach of all time. On the flip side, the other team, Dolphins. Okay, the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins, as I said before, Chris Greer is the general manager of the Dolphins, okay? Uh, Greer, now, he, he's the guy in charge here. He he brought in he brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I said Bridgewater. Uh, he's a decent backup, but you don't, I don't sure if I want a guy like Bridgewater backing up an often injured Tua, okay? Now, you know, he, he's got a, like I said earlier, he's got a pinky injury. And there's a good chance that Skylar Thompson is going to play again next week. Now, if Miami wins and the Patriots lose, uh, Miami's got to play the Jets. Now, if the Miami wins next week and the Patriots lose to Buffalo, which could happen, right? Right, which could happen. Miami's playing the Jets. You know, there, there, you, you could see a Skylar Thompson there. So it, I could see Miami finding a way to win there. But Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I can see Teddy Bridgewater. We've got Black Monday coming up. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I, as someone who likes to follow this stuff, I do not like to see people get fired. It's just the nature of the beast, guys. It, it's just what it is, okay? It, it it's, it's, is what it is, you know? Either way. Um, I understand what happened with the Brian Flores thing. Uh, Chris Greer is a black guy. Now it might the optics might not look good for Miami to fire Chris Greer from bringing in Teddy Bridgewater, who with the two times that he was asked to fill in, he mess around and gets hurt. It's on the responsibility of the general manager to do that proper uh, homework to bring in a better backup. Then the guy who was injured as much as Teddy Bridgewater's been injured. He's been injured everywhere, going back from Minnesota to Carolina. I know he had a good four-game stretch there with, um, uh, with, with, with the Saints is what got him all this opportunity, you know. But either way, he gets injured. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if Stephen Ross, the owner, didn't fire Chris Square, the general manager. And say and find the new general manager. Say, hey, find us a quarterback. You know, find us some insurance because Tua can't stay healthy. He's getting concussions all the time. And this other guy's made of fiberglass, man. You know, uh, so you know, could that happen? Yeah, I mean, could it very well happen? I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I, I would try to figure out some kind of. They've only got Bridgewater on, on contract for one more year. Uh, for this year, excuse me. He's, he's six and a, so he, he'll aspire. But, you know, you, you got to do a better job of, of protecting your asset, which is which is that position there, than bringing in another guy that is that injured, has that kind of history there. 
that that that's your job. That's your your job as a general manager is, is to stay under that cap and is to foresee problems as they come along, and 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 fix them before they happen. You know, being prepared and having a guy like Bridgewater and for two is simply not being prepared. You know, so again, I, and I think that this team is very pass happy. Uh, I think they often get away from the run. They kind of like the Cowboys a little bit. They, they like to be flashy and showy, and they throw themselves out of games, essentially. You know, instead of sticking with the run, staying balanced, uh, they're riding with a six-game losing streak right now. So he could be one of those Black Monday firings. I don't think so because of the optics will look bad. But that's not to say, that is not to say that it won't happen, guys. That That is simply not to say that it will not happen. Uh, Pickles, uh, Pickles says the NFL should expand rosters to three quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a 56-man roster. I think you can only activate like 40 uh 48 of those players uh some of those guys are on your practice squad there's a certain amount of players you can activate and deactivate that's why it's a big deal to to rather make that decision whether the guys who got a borderline injury uh to put them on ir or not because then you have to if you put them on ir which is a minimum of four games then you can activate somebody else to take that player's spot but you may have to take out a really good special teams player so uh, it, it it's, gets more complicated than it seems like, guys. Uh, from the uh, from the outside looking in, Pickle says he loves Black Mondays. Yeah, I do. I think it's interesting. I mean, I know it's sick, you know, but uh, I, I I think Black Mondays are, are are interesting going forward. But you know, it is what it is. It it, it is what it is. It's a nature of the beast. It's simply the. the uh, uh, don't tell me the score, man. Bengals up seven zero. All right, don't tell me any more scores, guys. Um, I, I got the game recording. Miami opens up in, in the dead water. Uh, uh, Kevin says the Pickles have an offensive coordinator issue, and now because Brady's not there anymore. Well, you know, last year, his his touchdown, uh, Mac Jones' stats practically are double what they were last year. Uh, last year, they were almost doubled his touchdown. Uh, at Pickle says you uh, should play at 60. Yeah, yeah, and shuffle the jack on the chairs. It's just been a bad, um, it's it's been a bad, you know, it's been a bad year for quarterbacks. And, and think about it, some of these owners, they don't care about injuries. They don't care about quarterbacks or anything of that nature, guys. They, they'll just let stuff go, you know. They, they will, they will, uh, they, they'll let stuff go. That's okay, Kevin. Just don't tell me anymore, man. So Bengals up seven nothing. I'll catch up and watch it there. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's a four quarter game. May, uh, Bengals may win that thing. Bengals may 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 break that trend of a team that loses the Super Bowl goes back to the Super Bowl since '94. No team not named New England has done that. And, you know, you're talking 30, uh, 28 years there. That's quite a few seasons of data. 
there. Uh, interesting stat there. Okay. Speaking of Black Monday, so Ron Rivera didn't know in which did happen uh, that if the Packers won, which they did, that Washington was eliminated from the playoffs. Like I said last week, I questioned the benching of Taylor Heineke. I know these two quarterbacks aren't great, but Heineke, uh, just the naked eye tells me the team responds better, uh, less interceptions, a little more athletic, uh, doesn't take as many sacks as a Carson Wentz. Wentz is a little bit more talented, whatever that means. I mean, it's a taller player. Maybe he's got a stronger arm. I don't know what uh, Ron Rivera was thinking. But either way, he didn't know. Listen to this. I, I actually I actually recorded this. This is Ron Rivera in the press concerts af after their loss to Cleveland <laughs> on Sunday, guys. You said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, oh, then you guys are eliminated. Well, we'll see. Hey, hey, look at what, what, what are you, eliminated? Get out of here. We're still in it, right? And this is funny. This is a longer soundbite. This is Marcus Spears from ESPN today when he realized that that uh, Ron Rivera did not know that they can get eliminated. Here's Marcus Spears today. I think this is on, like, NFL Live. Listen up. What? I don't know. It was very odd. Okay. <laughs> so we talked about this Friday. And we talked about Carson Wentz as opposed to Heineke, who should yeah. start, right? It was a – we knew the implications. <laughs> Of you we have great researchers. I, I mean, <laughs> call us. I know. Call it. We're here. I legit. When I first saw this response from Warren Rivera, I thought he was like joking because nah, they he wasn't joking. The game and he was trying to make light of the situation. And then I realized it was real. And then I realized this is not how you bring in 2023. This nope. is not how you start the new year. I I struggle with this. Said it's not how you bring in the new year again. Uh, Ron Rivera could be one of those guys. You know, he he. he this uh, we're, again, we're a week off. We're a week off. Uh, but they have quarterback problems. You know, they have quarterback problems up in Washington, and uh, the guy has won def uh, Coach of the Year twice, but they didn't make it last year. Now, the year before, they did get into the playoffs, okay? With with this Taylor Heineke guy and, and almost beat Tom Brady. Uh, really good defensive line. Uh, Carson Wentz, I don't see what people start to see in this guy. He's not been the same since he got injured. Uh, second year back in 2017. Uh, this is his third team in, what, two years? Something like that. Two, three seasons here. And... Uh, you know, Rivera's acting like he didn't know what was going on. He's acting like he he, he didn't know what was going on there. But, uh, again, like a Stephen Ross, I think the optics, I think the optics of, of Rivera getting fired uh, would be bad. It, it would be bad. Uh, with 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 uh, you know the the uh, the investigations into the team, the team possibly selling, and 
you know, the stuff with, with, with Daniel Snyder, you don't want to be in the news. You don't want to be in the news for, for all the wrong things, but Hey, you know, like I said about the optics for Steven Ross, firing Chris Greer, the general manager of Miami, the optics of Daniel Snyder firing Ron Rivera would look bad. Would look bad because that would bring him, you know, Rivera's a minority. There you go. Something like that. Another minority Spanish guy. Uh, that would look bad. But either way, I thought it would – I didn't think any coach – uh, would get fired in, in 2020 after the COVID season because that would look bad because it was COVID. They didn't have a preseason, uh, barely had training camps. Uh, you're throwing in rookie quarterbacks to who were just, I mean, forget all those mini camps. They didn't have none of that. They didn't have a draft. The draft was at people's house. Seven coaches got fired that year. Seven, yes. Seven coaches got fired in the COVID year, folks. So I, I wouldn't be one bit surprised if uh, Snyder, I wouldn't do it, but he can use this as leverage. Hey, man, he don't know what he's doing. He, he lost the locker room with taking Wentz and Heineke, playing musical chairs with the quarterbacks here. Uh, he didn't know that, that we were eliminated. He's not managing the clock right. He could come up with all kinds of stuff or tell his general manager this to say and fire Rivera. So hope it don't happen, but I'm just pointing out things that could happen that could very well happen. Now, the Jets, now this is something more realistic. I could see it happening. The optics wouldn't be bad. Uh the Jets lost again. The offense is non-existent. Man, they're 26 in yards. Uh, this is another guy, Robert Salah. Kind of reminds me of a young Ron Rivera. Very emotional type of guy. Uh, loves Zach Wilson. He's got a future here. Uh, then he's benches Zach Wilson. Then he brings in this Mike White guy. He has a good game. Then he has a terrible game. I thought the Jets would go up to Seattle and beat them. But, you know, this young guy, and I've talked about this with Carlos, Mad New Yorker, Chavez, and I've talked about it with you all this week, Mike LaFleur, the younger brother of the head coach of Green Bay. It, it's, you know, you probably got to get a better offensive coordinator. Uh, the Jets aren't as bad as Denver, but they're 26 in points. They're 26. And, you know, I don't know if they keep Zach Wilson or not, but I know the Jets have nice weapons. They have a fair offensive line. Remember Brees Hall, their running back, got injured for the season about a month ago. Maybe you you bring in a more veteran offensive coordinator to help mold either whether you go after a Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr or you draft another quarterback or maybe you stay with the Zach Wilson. Get a guy like Jim Jim Caldwell, folks. Uh, when Joe Flacco was struggling with the Baltimore Ravens back in 2012, he comes in in the middle of the season, and they go on a run and go on to win the Super Bowl, and he gets the MVP, and he should have got it. I mean, he's making big pass after big pass, timely plays. Anquan Bowden looks like a young Anquan Bowden, and then the guy signs a big contract, 
Caldwell moves on. I think he takes a head coaching job at the at the Lions or something later on. And Flacco goes back in the toilet. But I, I, I bringing bringing a, a seasoned quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, offering him a big amount of money. A guy like that, you're gonna have to offer him a big amount of money. A Jim Caldwell in uh, to 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 work with 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 this with this quarterback group, whoever you got. But I think LaFleur's probably going to take the axe and Asala's going to defend LaFleur. He says all this. He's going to say all that until probably next week or the next two weeks. And then ownership and management's going to come up to him and say, hey, look, man, you know, with all this we put in here, this draft capital, Joe, Joe Douglas, the general manager, you got Corey Davis, the wide receiver. You got uh, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore underutilized here. Uh, uh, Carter, you got two running backs that you're using there. Fair offensive line. Uh, we're gonna have to make a change, and, and I would bring in maybe a Jim Caldwell. Uh, if you can't get Caldwell, maybe bring in a Todd Haley, uh, maybe even a North Turner. He's really old, he may be retired, but somebody like that of that uh ilk to bring in to work with these because they're dreadful, man. I mean, Seattle ain't that good. Saddle's not that good. They're getting good in spots. They've got some pieces here. They got a lot to build on. They're way better than I thought they would be, but they're not that good. They're not that good. And, and the Jets seem have went totally in the toilet offensively. Uh, the Jet, the, the NFC East, man, I'm telling you, the AFC East, excuse me, between the Jets and the Patriots, their offenses are hard to watch. I mean, they are hard to watch. They are very much uh, three and out, punt, three and out, punt. I mean, that's why their game was, what, 10 to three or something of that nature. Uh, very 1988 uh, style football, uh, you know, one's scared and the other one's proud of it. So I, I do think there should be a change done there at least. Now, Ron, uh, Woody Johnson, now he may very well make a change at quarterback or uh, head coach here. Uh, that could be that could happen. Every year, you get almost a third of the league turnover in coaches. You get seven to eight firings every year, including, like I said, um, like I said, uh, a few minutes ago with the 2020 season, yeah, the COVID year, you had seven coaches that were fired that year. Uh, now we'll talk about this later on in the, during the week on the program. But if you ask me, I mean, I think Kingsbury could get fired. I think you look at the downfall of, of, of the Ravens, even though they look really good in spots. I think John Harbaugh could get fired. Okay. Ron Rivera could get fired. That's three right there. That I know of off top, uh, all everything I looked at and what I read yesterday, even after one year, uh, their air quote, we're going to evaluate Lovey Smith in, in Houston. I think he could get fired. The Colts have already fired their coach, but if I'm a if I'm a coach, I don't know why I want to play for the Indianapolis Colts because Jim Irsay is starting to act like his dad. He he's starting to act really headstrong. And you don't know what he what what he's gonna do from one minute to the next. 
over there at the Indianapolis Colts. But but I do think the Jets probably need an OC. And that's what Pickle says. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, he says, let me make sure. I don't know why I'm not getting that uh, question to go up here. Oh, man, let me see. Let me see. Oh, there it is. There it is. Salop needs an, uh, oops. There it is. Salop needs an OC. Yeah, so I, I think he's going to take the axe there and they'll probably make a change. Look at all the changes the Steelers made. I mean, they're constantly changed. Uh, and Pickle says he's got worse. Now, Kingsbury, he may be a good offensive coordinator. But I don't think I would make him a head coach. I don't think he's NFL head coach material. I was watching uh, the in-season hard knock, which is great. It comes on Wednesdays on HBO. And to me, he's such a young guy. I feel like he's trying to make his voice deeper to compensate that he's an older guy, grown out the beard and all that. Secure about the criticisms that he's getting. Because this guy gets fired from, you know, his alma mater. I can never say that word right. Where he went to college, uh, he got fired from Texas Tech, and he couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. And as soon as he gets fired, the Arizona Cardinals hire him immediately. They jump up and hire him. And, you know, hey, he looked great last year. But this offense, it starts off fast, and then it, 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 it putters out. You know, and, and uh, they went through about three or four quarterbacks themselves this year. Uh, that being said, I did read a report, and I'll get into this later on this week, probably Wednesday or probably Thursday. Uh, I'll definitely talk about the college games tomorrow, the playoff and everything. But there are reports out there that Jim Harbaugh is listening to um, – Jim Harbaugh is listening to NFL offers. He will listen to NFL offers. I think he's very frustrated with the Michigan program right now. Uh, maybe I think he feels like he that's just as far as he can go with Michigan right now with that loss to TCU, but I've got an opinion about that as well. I'll get into that. So uh, I think somebody like him may be looked at for some of, some of these head coaching jobs, you know, uh, I think a team like Arizona, they're gonna they're gonna go hard at a guy like Jim Harbaugh. Uh, this is all speculation, but you know Kingsbury hasn't been fired yet. He might not get fired, but I do remember uh, how frustrated Mr. Bidwell was, the the owner, when 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 they uh, sputtered out last year and started going downhill and got put out in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, by a team they beat earlier that season in the L.A. Rams, who ultimately won the Super Bowl. So it, it, it's interesting. Uh, that's probably my next move. I, I'm thinking the Jets probably make that change at coordinator. I think Woody Johnson will probably keep Salah another year. They need a a big jump, though. They, they, they need a big jump next year because the um, – because the talent's too good, Joe Douglas. Now, of course, Joe Douglas, uh, right now, he he missed he he missed on on the biggest thing. It looks like Zach Wilson's just not ready. 
Zach Wilson may not ever make it. Zach Wilson may be another Josh Rosen, guys. Josh Rosen looked talented at times at, at UCLA, but Zach Rosen, Josh Rosen was uh, – speaking of Phoenix, uh, that, Arizona, they moved after they moved off Josh Rosen after the first year. You know, now Zach Wilson's in year two, but you, you, you look at the, the build there, uh, same type of look, same type of form. There's a little bit of maturity issues there. Uh, there were some issues with Rosen being involved in more stuff other than football. Uh, Rosen come from a wealthy family. Wasn't really that strong desire that uh, you could say kind of similar with with Zach Wilson as far as their their build, their comparisons physically. Uh, pretty close, pretty close, except, you know, uh, Wilson was very young when he was drafted, uh, three-year guy, but, he, you know, he looked great on tape. You know, he looks great on tape. Uh, he did come from BYU, very young. You go from BYU all the way up to New York City if you don't play well. He comes in kind of cocky, a little overly cocky. I know everybody has a level of confidence. He comes in a little overly cocky, didn't get the proper coach, and it's starting to show now. And But, you know, all of us know quarterbacks make their big jump from year one to year two, but they're unwatchable at times. You know, uh, the Jets were unwatchable Sunday, you know, scoring six points. Uh, they're unwatchable against Jacksonville. Now, I know it was raining that game, but Jacksonville's got some holes in their back end. You can make some plays downfield uh, with them. So, Tomorrow, guys, I will be getting into the rest of the league. I know those other games out there. Uh, I'll get into these playoffs. Uh, got some strong opinion about the the college playoffs there, but we, we will get into. And obviously, I'm gonna break down this game here uh, with Cincinnati and, and, and Buffalo. You know, I'm curious to see how Buffalo responded to to that particular. Uh, uh, Pickle says, "Baby, he's a Ron Leaf without an arm." You know, he hasn't had the blow-up yet. He did say that, you know, he did get a little uh, – he did tick off the coach when he says, I don't feel like that I let anybody down uh, when that's what you're supposed to say. Uh, he seems like he's just a little over his head. Uh, he seems immature. He seems like a kid, you know. Uh, and, and I know it's a lot to ask. Some guys are just more polished for this than others. And he, he seems like New York has ate him up and, and spit him out. Uh, maybe he goes to Canada. Maybe he goes to one of these other leagues. Maybe he'll get in some another camp and back up somebody. Maybe they keep him another year. But there definitely should probably bring in another vet, a strong vet. It's not Mike White. That's my whole point. It's probably not Joe Flacco. It's, it's it, they need to make a Derek Carr, Flacco, or Derek Carr, Garoppolo. Derek Carr would be my guy. Like I said, the two New York teams. Now, a lot of people, I'm sure there's a lot of John McGraw, which is Mac, it's out there to think maybe the Giants should should keep a Daniel Jones. But I think the Jets should definitely take a look at, at acquiring a, a Derek Carr, guys. So, anyways, I'll be back on tomorrow, same time, same place. Uh, that's interesting. They were both drafted number two overall. That is interesting stuff there. You know, we'll see. Only time will tell. Thanks, guys, for watching tonight. Again, 
I'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. We'll give you the good scope, bad scope, give you an updated power five. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a preview of that. If the Cincinnati wins tonight, I got to put them at number one. Thanks, guys, for watching.